Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila Hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back. So at Little Fish, we serve small business owners who want to stay small. And you may be asking, what does that mean? Well, for us, it means entrepreneurs who want to grow revenue without necessarily growing their team. So the majority of our clients are owned by one person, managing a team of less than 10 employees and or regular contractors. But one thing that they tend to all have in common is the overlap of personal and business expenses. And that makes sense, right? When you're the sole owner and the main or only revenue generator, it's common to think that the money all belongs to us. But there are some very real and important reasons that this isn't quite true. And today, I just want to talk about three of them. Now, let's start with the basics. The simplest way to keep your business finances separate from personal is to open a separate bank account, one in your company name and one in your name. Not only is it a mindset distinction to see the funds in two different places for two different purposes, but it also helps to create a legal barrier for protection. And that leads me to reason number one for keeping operational transactions separate from your living expenses. It essentially prevents your personal assets from being used for legal claims against the business. So let me give an example. Let's say a client or a vendor sues your company. If there isn't a clear split, They could not only come after your business, but also expose your personal assets. That's no good, right? Like you don't want your personal savings or your home to be involved in this mess. Now, one common misunderstanding that we see online and that we hear a lot is that simply creating the LLC will automatically provide this protection. And that is not true because actually the paperwork alone won't save you. If you are to act like an LLC and receive its full protections, you want to do your part in showing that you're treating your business as a discrete entity. And in fact, in many cases, in many different states, the bank account separation is actually required. Now, we're accountants, not lawyers. So check with your legal team to make sure that you're following all of the appropriate steps to keep everything protected. But one of your basic and easiest first steps is to just have a separate bank account. The second reason that you need to keep personal transactions out of your business accounts is taxes. Everybody's favorite thing. Personal expenses aren't deductible. So when you include them in your financials, you understate your profit. And so what that means is that you're essentially telling the IRS that you made a lower business profit than you did. And that means that you're paying less in taxes than you're supposed to. As you might imagine, federal and state agents are not into this. In order to correct for this, you're going to want to remove all of the non-deductible amounts in advance of your tax repair going into file. It'll allow them to file accurately and also lessen the amount of tension that is already kind of stressful around that time for taxpayers. Just make it easier on yourself by keeping your personal information out in the first place so that that's not a bunch of cleanup that you have to do around tax time. The final effect that I want to talk about regarding mixing personal and business funds is cash flow. Even if we accept the risk of creditors attaching themselves to our personal stuff and take the time to remove all the personal items from the P&L, 
the cash is still gone. So if you're using the business account as your personal piggy bank, less money is available for the business. That means that's less money for debt payoff, operating expenses, emergency funds. And unless you have outside funding so that you can repay that money back to the business, you put the business at a disadvantage in terms of a financial cushion if there's a downturn or a change in expected revenue. I'll say from an accountant standpoint and a personal standpoint, it's super disappointing to look back over the year and see how much was withdrawn for the business account for personal payments when now you have a current business need and not enough cash to cover it. Keep cash in the account. Keep enough money in your business account to cover upcoming operational transactions. It is one of the most important financial responsibilities that you have as a CEO. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I have definitely not been doing that, I got you. Your first step is to get a separate business bank account and use it solely for business income and expenses. Every dollar that goes in and out of your enterprise should be captured in this bank account or if you have a business credit card, you can use that without any personal transactions included. I want to repeat that because some people have the separate accounts set up, but you're still using business out of personal and personal out of business. I want you to make that separation clear for yourself in practice. If you already have a business account and there's overlap, I'm going to give you three steps. So do the following. The first one is stop. If there isn't a reason to carry the business card with you anywhere, leave it at home. Like this lessens the chance and the temptation to use the business card for non-business purchases. Two, review recurring transactions to ensure that everything being charged on a monthly basis are ordinary and necessary to the business. So remember, ordinary and necessary are the two rules that allow an expense to be deductible to your business. Some common places that I would tell you to look are software, utilities, memberships. Make sure that they're all business related and then reassign those costs that don't belong to the right account. So reach out to those companies, change the card or bank account that those amounts are coming out of if they don't meet the business definition for being an expense that should live there. And then the third thing I would say is, quote, pay yourself. Now, I put this in quotes because depending on your business type, this could either be an actual salary where you're paying yourself or an owner's draw where you're transferring to your account. But either way, when you need the money to cover a life cost, I want you to transfer it to your personal account and then spend it however you want to. Even if you know you need the check as soon as you get it, the money needs to hit the business account first and then you can take it out. This way, the income is reflected for reporting and tax purposes and it's more straightforward to categorize the amount that you withdrew because it doesn't really matter what you spent it on. It's all gonna be captured as a payment to yourself in the right category and then you can use it on whatever you want to. Now, I wanna be clear, this is not a shame episode, right? It's not just you. We run into this all the time. Entrepreneurs and CEOs with no or very small teams tend to have overlap between business and personal funds. Sometimes it's because it's not being separated properly, but other times there are different accounts, but neither are being used for their singular purpose. And then it can be hard to consistently keep them apart, especially when we're thinking about tracking, reconciling, and analyzing financial transactions. 
And for very small businesses, this just feels like more responsibilities on your to-do list. And so I am not saying this to be like, you've been doing it wrong, shame on you. I really wanna give you some steps and action items that you can do to reverse this. Like, okay, it's already been done in the way that it's been done, but we can correct for that now that you have more information. Now, if you are looking for expert help to delegate these tasks to instead, because you don't wanna take care of it anymore, Littlefish would love to serve you in your business. Head to littlefishaccounting.com services to review our partnerships for the best fit and apply to work together. We absolutely cannot wait to get started with you. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.